Welcome to the Pay Yourself First podcast. My name is Chris Jolly, and I'm on a mission to financially empower millions of entrepreneurs. I want you to make and keep more money so that you can begin implementing and turbocharging a plan for creating financial freedom your way during the life cycle of your current business without spending a ton of time or becoming a professional investor. You see, most of the financial teachings out there are made for employees, not entrepreneurs. If you wouldn't listen to someone who doesn't have kids about parenting, why take business financial advice from someone without a business? Are you ready to break free of bad advice and follow the trail of other uncommon entrepreneurs so you can get from where you are now to the lifestyle you were aiming to create when you started your business? Then stick around. Here comes another episode of Pay Yourself First, where the only investment we offer is the one you make in yourself. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I am very excited today, as I always am, if if you listen to this podcast regularly, because we have another amazing online entrepreneur with us today. Her name is Crystal Redding, and she is a certified therapeutic art specialist. Is that what you say? Life coach. (laughs) Okay, life coach. And she also has a mobile paint party business, which is called Toasted Canvases. How are you today, Crystal? I'm doing well. And you? I am doing super good. I want to thank you for taking the time out of your day and jumping on the podcast to share all of your wisdom and your great story with our audience. Sure, not a problem. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. So why don't you tell everybody out there a little bit more just about who you are, what you do in your business and who you help? Okay. So again, my name is Crystal Redding. I go by the stage name of Chrissy Vanity. That's my artist name as well as my author name. I'm a mother of nine. Yes, I said that correctly. I'm a mother of nine children. Wow. <laughs> but that's a lot of why I got into what I gotten into. Reason being, as a mother of nine, their ages range from at this point, five to 18. And with that being said, it was, I was spreading myself thin, trying to work on the outside, trying to make it to practices, as well as any functions they had, as well as my older kids have jobs on the outside as well. And it was just getting hard to, I was spreading myself thin, trying to work. I'm not even going to say a nine to five. I I was working part-time and then I was doing independent contract work as well. And it was just hard. It was hard being there. And being a single mom, I felt the pressure of, I'm not there for my kids. Am I there enough? When the kids would be like, but mama, you missed this. That was heartbreaking. So I had to take another route. I had to take another route. I picked up a paintbrush about, I've been into art. Let me back up. I've been into art since I was like four. We found out I can draw at the age of four at a restaurant with my mom. Sitting there, I saw they handed me the little entertainment stuff they would give you with the crayons and the little coloring sheet at the restaurant. And I didn't want to color it. I just remember it was a red, a yellow, a green, and a blue in the box. And I picked up the red and I saw the cow in the pasture on the, in the field on the side of us. And boom, I drew it. And my mama was looking. She was like, wait. And she look, kept looking between the paper and the pasture and she's, and I'm just looking. I didn't even know I could do this for anybody who's in my age. I'm 37. You might remember the TV show Pappy Land from when we were younger and Pappy drew it that way. And I tell you what, I was a Pappy Land fanatic. I couldn't wait till it came on in the morning time. So I was following Pappy Land. I honed on my skills on my own. I really took it a little bit further in the seventh or eighth grade. I don't remember which one it was. I started playing with Dario Pastels. I ended up getting a, a drawing put in the museum here in Louisiana, Abbeville, Louisiana. Then I took it a little bit further. I, I continued to play with color pencils and stuff like that, but only for the kids' sake as they got older. I picked up a paintbrush during the pandemic. I only picked it up because I was trying to make something for my room. I wanted to make my room look nicer. My colors were black, white, and purple. 
And I just wanted to make my own art. Initially, I tried to do the pour paint where you watch on YouTube and they're pouring the paint on it. I failed. I bombed miserably. <laughs> no matter what I created, it looked like <laughs> an ink blot. It, it didn't even look like it was, it, it became all the colors would mix into it. And I just was like, what am I doing? I don't know what's going on here. So finally, I just went by, I bought one paintbrush. I didn't know what kind of paintbrush. It was just a paintbrush. That's all it meant to me at that moment. And I painted a painting and surprised myself. And I posted it on Facebook and nobody believed that was my first time ever picking up a paintbrush. So I have it framed even today. My stepmother went ahead and she challenged me to paint two more. She put it on Facebook, challenged me on Facebook, and she put up two pictures. She was like, hey, interpret this in your own way. And my color scheme is red, orange, and yellow. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to try this. And they came out beautifully. So I continued to do it. Then about, I say, going into 22 and I was felt compelled to do more with it. I had gone to a paint party and I was having fun. I was enjoying the music. I was enjoying the people. I was enjoying my art. But the young lady on side of me, she was having fun, but she was frustrated when she was painting because every time she would look at the artists and what they were doing, she felt like pressured. Hers wasn't coming out as beautiful. And I thought it was fine because I feel like everybody's creativity is their own. But she didn't like it. And then the other young lady on the other side of me, she was having the same issue. So it was taken away from the fun. And I don't know, it stuck with me. That stuck with me. So 2022 comes into place and I decide, you know what? I'm going to start my own paint party business. I'm going to be different. First of all, I'm not worried about getting a building. I'm going to go where they are. Wherever you are, that's where I go. And I love to travel. If you're within, I'm going to say anywhere in the state of Louisiana, I probably would have traveled. Moving forward, my next goal was to offer the paint party services in a way that no one felt pressured. So I wanted you to enjoy everything, not just your friends, not just the music, not just the drinking. I wanted you to feel less pressured when you put that paintbrush to the canvas. So my goal was to encourage everyone to put their own creative spin on it. So even though I gave a reference photo, even though I began painting with everyone, I was just showing you how I was doing. If you chose to do something different, by all means, go for it. If you wanted a different color paint, I brought many different color paints. I had a bucket and I'm like, hey, you don't have to use what I use. Everyone sees things differently. But I'm like, everyone is creative in their own way. I can't say what your creativity is. It might not look good to me, but hey, there's someone else in this world who's going to appreciate it, I promise you. With that being said, that was my ultimate goal in this, to take the pressure off and to go where they were. I began building, and then my very first paint party was one of my own, and it was held in the mall, and it went wonderfully. It was so peaceful, and that was the thing. No one felt the pressure of making it look like I had my... Reference photo was of a lady drinking tea. And when I tell you we have everything under the sun, we had one lady who painted hers like Mystique from X-Men. She had the blue skin and everything else. I had one, she decided she wanted hers to look like her. So she had the blonde hair and all the stuff, even though my reference photo had black hair, but everyone's was different and unique and they all came out so beautifully. I've been to painting with the twist and they were naming different places. And when I was painting my stuff, I throw all my stuff in the back of my closet because I'm not, I wasn't happy with the painting, but they were like, I don't know. It's just something different about this. I said, because I told you to do what you felt. Even if you didn't want to paint what was on the, you know, what I put in pencil on there, you did what you wanted. And now you're happy with what you created. And that's what I want you to leave with not only the experience around you, but to experience 
how painting can be very therapeutic and very fun. And that was the main thing. They were like, this is so calming, so peaceful, so serene, you know, and I, I was excited because everything I was looking forward, that's all the feedback I was getting. And I began having parties after that and I began hitting the, I began hitting it running. So now that I'm certified as a therapeutic art life coach, I'm going to continue with the mobile paint parties, but I'm actually going to take them in more of a therapeutic direction. I'm going to change up the music to more a therapeutic, play a lot of binary beats. Uh, if you're not familiar with binary, they're on different frequencies and different frequencies can have different effects on a person. And on top of that, we're not just going to paint thing. We're going to paint uh, based on activities that I offer to release emotions and to release and give you some type of clarity, even if only for a few minutes. I'm currently making my course to offer because I will have not only an online course and a physical in-person course, but I'm also going to offer one-on-one -on -one sessions. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that story. We really look forward to you launching your course. That's going to be super cool. Now tell me, what have you found the biggest challenge in starting this business has been? For me, it's getting in front of those who are actually looking for this. Many people be like, oh yeah, I've heard of a patent sip, but people don't understand what it is. It's a fairly new industry. I'd say maybe 20 years old at this point. About so it's been getting in front of the people who are willing to hop on board, as well as convincing people of the benefits of having this as a pastime or a hobby or even a, a one-time thing. Yeah, absolutely. Got it. All right. Now, I want you to imagine your business is like a hose, right? And the mm -hmm. money coming into your business is the water that flows through the hose. Now, we all know hoses can get kinked and cut that flow off. So what would you say is the biggest kink in your business is stopping more cash from coming into it? In my case, it's been my personal life. I'll go ahead and share. I hit the ground running. Things were going great. The money was coming in. And then, boom, I can give you all the exact date. October 20th, my oldest son left to go get his game from his girlfriend's house. And he was shot walking up the street. Oh, my God. I am so sorry to hear that. Yeah, he's fine. The shooters have not been caught. So I can't say too much. He was not the target that they've mistaken him for someone else. That put a kink in everything right off the bat. And although he was rehabbing and I was still doing work here and there because I also go to vendor events and stuff like that. So I was still doing the vendor events. I just wasn't doing too many painting, paint parties at that time. December 10th comes and my son and I really doing well. I had gone to a vendor event that day and he asked me if I bring him by his girlfriend's house. I'm like, sure. And we're driving and this guy had been drinking and he ran the red light and he hit us and oh, it threw us into a building. My son, although he was okay, I was the one that was injured. And actually, I'm just coming back off injury. I was finally released back to doing normal stuff as of March 2nd. Now, I say it was a kink. His shooting was more of the kink than anything. And even though I was injured in the accident, I did. I got down. I did. I began getting down. I just, because I couldn't do much. I sprained from the back of my ear right here all the way to my fingertips and I couldn't move too much. My entire neck from to my torso was black and blue. I was bruised so badly and they were monitoring me for internal bleeding because they said they had never seen anybody turn so dark after an accident, but I was in so much pain. I just couldn't move and it was depressing. It really was. I'm a mover. I'm a shaker. Now I'm stuck. I can't move. I can't use my arm like I want to. I still had glass embedded in both my legs as well as my other arm. And then I had to take my own advice. I have to get out of this. 
And I had actually, I've been a certified life coach for several years now. So I'm, a, I'm also a cognitive behavior therapy life coach, CBT. And I'm like, Crystal, you have to shift your mindset. You, ha- you have to use this for the good. That's when, you know, it dawned on me, hey, I started writing books in the past. Why don't I finish this? As of right now, I have 11 journals out on Amazon. These journals are art journals as well as regular journals. I have some that are just plain notebooks could be used for anything. And the other journals that have journal pages that have monthly goals, sheets, as well as weekly mood tracker and your daily journaling. And I began getting back on that. And then everything started coming back to me. And I'm like, all this time that I was moving and shaking, my business was still not doing as well as it could because I wasn't working on the back end. Your everyday things were getting, I was neglecting them more or less. So it gave me time to sit down and get my find my foundation of my business back sturdy. And that's actually where I am now, building that sturdy foundation back up. I was doing well before, but I'm going to be doing a a whole lot better now because I I took this time. That's awesome. It sounds like you and your family have been through a lot. I'm just so glad y'all are okay. It's great that you've been able to take those incidents and take something positive out of them. Because I think for a lot of people, that would be such a challenge. And it is. And that's part of the reason why I like doing what I do, because I've always had to pull myself. No one has ever guided me out. It's always been a mindset. So I learned to build myself back up from the traumas that I've dealt with in the past. And a lot of people just don't know how. They don't know where to start. They don't know how to. And that's why I like doing what I'm doing now as a therapeutic art life coach. I'm giving you another outlet, not just shifting your mindset, but you can shift it in a creative way. A lot of people release that creativity and don't even realize that they have this creative talent behind it. Even if you don't have it, it's still a release at the end of the day. Absolutely. Now, I want to ask you a little bit about financial freedom. So let's imagine forward into the future a little bit. And Mm -hmm. you've got your business to the place where it's totally rocking. And you've hired people to take over most of the tasks. So you don't even have to be hands-on every day if you don't want Mm -hmm. to. And you're making all the money you need to live the lifestyle that you desire. What does that look like? How are you spending your time then? I am a family person. I am spending it with my children. I am spending it with my fiance. I am spending it doing a lot of things that I haven't gotten the the chance to do. Uh, I married at 19. I confined myself to my children as well as my husband at the time. And I had really had no adulthood. Like I'm not one of these who can say, oh, I was in the club. I did. I had no life. I devoted myself to my husband and my children. And now I'm finally starting to live my best life at that point in time. I'll probably be taking trips here and there. I love road trips. I love to drive. I'll probably just be doing any and everything that I want to do at this point. (laughs) Nice. I love it. Now I can totally relate with you too. My son was born when I was 20. And okay. looking back, I don't even know how I pulled that off, right? Because I look back and I was a baby back then myself. But at the same time, right. like you said, yeah, it kept me out of so much trouble because I wasn't at the club or doing all those other things that everybody <laughs> else was doing. And it, honestly, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Neither would I. Neither yeah. would I. Awesome. Okay. Now, what is your biggest objective for your business this year? If there's one thing you could really see accomplished by the end of the year inside of your business, what is that? I want to see at least 20K months by the end of the year. That's my biggest objective. So I've been working full time. And now, especially since March 2nd, when the doctor said, hey, you're free. I have been on it. <laughs> you name it, I've been on it. So I'm working tirelessly, but I want to see 20K a month at least by the end of the year. Awesome. That's an amazing goal. 
Now, for anybody who wants to find out more about Toasting Canvases or all of the other great things that you do, Crystal, where is the best place for them to go? Right now, it would be to my Facebook page. That's where I put the bulk of my information, which is Chrissy, K-R-I-S-S-Y, last name Redding, R-E-D-I-N-G. That's probably where you're going to get the bulk of your information because I use Facebook faithfully. And I have several other platforms. I am on TikTok at Chrissy Vanity, YouTube at Chrissy Vanity. Okay, phenomenal. Now, before I let you go, can you give some advice or any parting words to the other entrepreneurs out there? Yes. So no matter what it is, everybody hit those kinks as we were talking about. Everybody has those plateaus. Everybody has those days where you just don't want. Keep going. I'm going to say it best as my fiance likes to say, slow motion is better than no motion. Even if you cannot commit to as much as you'd like to today, do something because it will make a difference by tomorrow. I love that. Yeah. You just have to keep pushing forward no matter what and no matter how little you can do. Amazing. It's been such a blast having you on. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to come be on the podcast and share all your valuable insights with my audience. Thank you. And I appreciate you having me. I appreciate this. Thank you all. Yeah, my pleasure. And to the rest of you out there, if you enjoyed this episode and you haven't had the chance to subscribe yet or to leave us one of those five-star reviews, we would really love if you can do that. Helps us get this content out to more entrepreneurs and help them to build their businesses as well. And if you're an amazing entrepreneur like our guest, Crystal, and you want to come on the show as well to share your business journey and your story, we would love to have you on. To do that, you can go to you can go to pyfpodcast.com. That's the letters pyfpodcast. And we would love to chat. Everybody out there, we'll see you next time. Crystal, thanks again. Bye-bye. If you've listened this far, chances are you're an entrepreneur looking to become more financially literate and create financial freedom for yourself from your business. The Pay Yourself First podcast is definitely here to help with that. My goal is to continue to share what I've learned about using your business as the tool to create financial freedom. But let's face it, it would take me years to share with you everything you need to know via these episodes. Creating financial freedom is something that most people never even consider, let alone make a plan for or take action towards. It's something almost no one was taught anything about. Doing it as an entrepreneur is even more challenging, especially without support. So if you're ready to get clear on what financial freedom looks like for you, come up with an action plan and get the support systems and accountability you need, I invite you to consider the Abundantly Infinite Entrepreneur. I created the program to help entrepreneurs just like you get a handle on their personal and business finances and start building confidently towards financial freedom. And it's how you can discover ways to take 10 years off your retirement, add an extra five or six figures to your portfolio, and finally get clear on what numbers you should be tracking in your business and why. Together, we'll gain clarity around your financial goals and what being financially free would actually look like for you. Then we'll put together a customized game plan to get you there and the accountability to see you through. And by the way, you're also going to get all the spreadsheets you need to run your numbers, lifetime access to the materials, including any updates, and entry into our members-only community. In addition to all the knowledge, coaching, community, and systems that you need to create financial freedom from your business, you'll also receive a free financial assessment, a retirement planning session, and guided meditation aimed at helping you embody the feeling of true financial freedom. So yeah, you can just listen to the free content on these podcasts to help you move towards becoming a financially free entrepreneur. 
And sure, you'll likely see some results, or you can make the decision to commit to learning, implementing, and embodying what you need to know to create the financially free life you dreamed of when you started your business journey. Click the link in the show notes to answer a quick questionnaire, and you'll be on your way to joining the Abundantly Infinite Entrepreneur.